right, well, hey, everybody, good morning. Happy Easter. We're so glad you're here with us uh, this morning. My name is Ryan, and I'm uh, one of the pastors on staff, and I get the privilege of sharing with you this morning about, um, got a question for you to start. Has anyone ever really stepped in it? In it, you can figure out what that is. Um, I mean, like, you stepped in it so bad that you knew there was no way home without something changing. Long time ago, when I was, a little, I was a little kid in a galaxy far, far away, Batavia, Ohio, it was summertime, and we were going to do, like, a neighborhood camp out, all the little boys, and I got this great idea. It'd be really fun to go swim in the pool, in, like, the community pool, at night after it closed. I thought it'd be daring, it'd be uh, courageous, it'd be a lot of fun, it'd be breaking the rules to me. I've kind of rules have always been like super annoying suggestions and it was one of those things that, um, so we started out and I'm like getting all the boys together like, hey, at this time we're gonna jump in the pool. Well, I'm about as slick as sandpaper and I um, really, was talking loud, talking a lot, talking to everyone I could. And that night at one o'clock, boom, we all go over there. We're getting in the water. Next thing I see, see the apartment uh, managers running around the pond or lake that was in front of the pool. And I'm like, oh man, oh man, this is bad. And not to mention, I was a fat kid, okay? So there's this fence around the pool, and all the other more athletic or less portly uh, youths were able to clear the fence. (laughs) I'm like standing there doing like the truffle shuffle trying to get up the fence, and as I'm about to get over and I like kind of fall face first, they grab me, and I'm like, it was a long, long, long walk to my grandparents' house. Middle of the night, we were living there at the time, And I thought, this is going to be no fun. Come back to that in a little bit, how that ended. Jesus, I just thank you for being here today. I thank you that no matter where we are in our journey, when we step in it, or when things are going great and everything's on cruise control, Lord, that you're with us, I pray you'd meet us today, Lord. We thank you for this is the day that changed everything. In this series we've been in, Father, where things can change, this is the day that literally changed everything for us. So we love you, we welcome you, and we ask you to come, Holy Spirit, and visit us today in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. So there's a sort of similar story in the Bible, and we touched on it last week. Jesus' followers, Jesus is at this precipice um, in his journey as a son of man in like, uh, what we call Holy Week, and he's in the garden with his disciples, and he's telling his disciples, hey, you guys gotta pray, it's coming. It's about to happen, about to go down, you gotta be ready. So Jesus said to them in Mark chapter 14, verses 27 through 31, he said, you will all fall away because it is written, I will strike down the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I've been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, Even though all may fall away, yet I will not. So this story today is about Peter. I know, uh, like, usually when you come to an Easter service, you think it's more about Jesus. 
is about Jesus, but today we're going to talk about Peter because Peter was the fat kid with the big mouth and the bad plan who made the big proclamations and couldn't deliver. He's like, even if everyone deserts you, Jesus, I won't. I won't. I will not be that guy. These other schmucks might. I won't. He says, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they were all saying the same thing also. They were bumping their gums. Do you guys know that talking, talking smack sometimes makes it worse? Anyone here like to talk smack? Anyone like here play sports and talk smack only to get like someone run you over or like dunk on your head sort of thing? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's me. So I'm, I'm just like showing you all my faults today. Um, so then to make things worse, uh, Peter... Later on, as we heard last week, if you were here, Peter fell asleep at the wheel. Jesus brings him, James, and John, his three closest friends, into the garden with him to pray. And then Jesus scolds him. He's like, couldn't you guys even stay awake for like one minute, for one hour? Couldn't you guys hang with me? So, so Peter's not only talking a big game, but he falls asleep at the wheel then, trying to drive the team home. And Jesus even goes back to calling him his old name, Simon. So for a while now, he's been Kepa, or he's been Cephas, or Peter, as we know it. And he's been this rock. Jesus called him rock. I think sometimes it was a variation because Peter was a, the rock he was going to build his church on. And then statements like this, the boy's head was a box of rocks. Like Peter would just say some of the dumbest things. We see this over and over again. And... Um, and later on, um, so they all fall asleep and they're praying. So what does Peter do when they wake up, when Jesus tells them to wake up? We know next thing uh, Peter does before he runs away is he cuts off the servant's ear. So Peter goes from big proclamation to falling asleep at the wheel to fisticuffs to slicing off a part of a dude's head. So we're going to fast forward to Mark chapter 4. Uh, 14, verses 66 through 72, it says this. Well, and then, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Jesus had said to Peter, Jesus said, Peter, you won't not only stand with me, but you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows twice. So Peter made this big, bold claim, and Jesus looked at him and said, you're going to deny me more than everyone. That's why when we talk, when we run our mouths, when we say things, when we get out in front of God, sometimes it can be really damaging. It can be really disastrous. Sometimes it's better just to keep our mouths shut. And, and I'm not saying that to give ourselves a pass, like to stay off the hook. But like sometimes, like, like people who love Jesus, like I heard someone say one time, most people aren't, aren't not Christians because of Jesus, but because of the people that follow him, that look and talk and act nothing like him. So sometimes we can just fill it up, fill the air up. We're always saying everything, but really saying nothing. Or saying one thing on social media, or saying one thing at the water cooler, and then doing another thing. And the world is watching. The problem is the world is watching. And so Peter makes these big claims. And so think of the embarrassment when Jesus calls him out. And then, and then in Mark chapter 14, verse 66 through 72, Jesus is getting... Um, drilled. He's in front of, the, in front of the high council. 
they're drilling him, they're smacking him around, they're getting ready to take him to Pilate for the trial, but they're already popping him in the face, mocking him, disparaging him. It's that time on Good Friday. And as Peter was below in the court, uh, as Peter was uh, below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. Seeing Peter warming himself by the fire, she looked at him and said, you were also with Jesus, the Nazarene. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you're talking about. And he went out to the porch. Then the servant girl saw him again and began once more to say to the bystanders, this is one of them. Again, Peter denied it. After a little while, the bystanders were saying to Peter again, surely you're one of them. Peter opens his mouth again. For you're a Galilean. Galilean would kind of be like a like hick uh, Jerusalem person. Like sometimes, like you guys know, and maybe some of you in the room just kind of got that little country draw thing. That would kind of be like the Galileans. It would be a dead giveaway because Peter would have a different accent than the people that lived in the city. He was a little more rural area. He just talked a little different, y'all. That was the thing. That was Pedro. So Peter talked different, and talking again, his mouth gives him away. But Peter makes it even better. This disciple, the one the church you build upon. It says, Peter begins to curse and swear, like, you punk. And Peter begins cussing and say, I am not him. I do not know this man. I do not know what you're talking about. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am, sort of thing. Peter's losing it. Cussing, filling up the air, lying, denying. Immediately, the rooster crowed a second time. Peter remembered the comment Jesus made to him before the rooster crows twice, you deny me three times. And one of the other gospels fills in, it says Jesus looked at Peter as the crow cocked. And it says Peter went outside and began to weep. Peter failed. Epic, miserable failure. When the chips were down, he was all cashed out. They called his bluff. And uh, he was having a really, really bad day at the office. I mean, you want to talk about a Kairos? We've been in this series, like, about Kairos moments. Kairos moments are kind of the aha time when heaven invades earth and God's getting our attention. And he wants things to change in our 